You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody on a Monday, April 12th and a Tuesday, April 13th, it is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast and Network Matt Derry with you. And find us at LockedOnLions.com where you can find the podcast on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks at Locked On Lions and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Thanks to many of you that were following me on Facebook that commented that we were back and had a new fresh episode yesterday. Uh, following a week of vacation, I am back in the saddle, and we're getting ready two and a half weeks away from draft night, from night number one on April 29th, and then, uh, of course, uh, Saturday for date or for Friday night for uh, rounds two and three, and then Saturday for rounds four and seven. We'll have full coverage, certainly, that weekend, and react to all the picks, hear from uh, some of the players, and uh, certainly Dan Campbell speaking, and Brad Holmes and everything else. Is Thursday, April the 29th. We do this for real. I'm excited. Cannot wait to see what the Lions do at number seven. Coming up on the show today, I'm stealing a bit. I am stealing material, but I told the person I was borrowing the material from them. Uh, there's a man that follows me on Twitter. I don't know his real name. Uh, he goes by at Swift32Burner, DeAndre Swift's burner Twitter. And he followed me a long time ago, and he's like, hey, I need a follow back and all this. So I follow him back. He's a Lions fan. And he listed today, or maybe it's a she, they listed today their, the Lions needs that are ranked before the draft. And I kind of want to go over this list and kind of tell you where I agree or disagree. We'll do that coming up on the show today as it uh, pertains to the roster. Also, Trevor Sykema from Locked On NFL Draft and thedraftnetwork.com, he's going to join us on Wednesday. His new mock draft uh, hit the website today. I want to go over that and talk about some other options for Detroit, certainly at number seven. Also, a big-name receiver uh, could be either retiring or on the move. If he's on the move and going where I think he would go, I'm getting sick of it. We'll get into that today on Locked On Lines. Thank you for listening, and again, your support means a lot. Um, Love getting the comments uh, yesterday on the Facebook page for many of you saying, oh, I, I need my Locked On Lions, and I need my, my Lions fix in each, each and every day. Where were you yesterday? And, and everything else. Uh, else. A shout-out, by the way, to a Locked On Lions listener. Happy birthday to the great Jeff Schmitz, teacher uh, to the stars at U of D Jesuit High School and uh, basketball player extraordinaire. Uh, Jeff's birthday is today. He's a listener. He's a loyal follower. So happy birthday to my my uh, my, my guy, uh, Jeff Schmitz. All right, you look at the Lions roster right now. Free agency is basically done. There might be some more pieces added after June 1st. There might be some other bit guys added before that. But all in all, when you look at free agency, what the Lions you know, did, whether, whether it was trades, whether it was uh, you know, uh, so, some, some signing some unrestricted guys to one-year deals, the Lions, at least the roster, looks semi-set as we enter the draft. Then the Lions are going to pluck first-year players from the draft and hopefully plug in many guys to play right away. Because why not play the young kids now, unless you're the baseball team in town that has no young kids to play other than the two pitchers. But uh, 
hopefully, if the Lions, let's say they drafted Panay Sewell uh, or, or Rashawn Slater, hopefully one of those guys, if they're taken at seven, would be your starting right tackle. If the Lions drafted Micah Parsons at seven, he better be starting at linebacker. All right? This past year, we saw Jonah Jackson, a third-round pick, start every game he played, whether it was right guard or left guard. Two years ago, T.J. Hawkinson was your best tight end. Now, he got hurt, but he was a first-round pick. He played right away. All right? Last year, John Penasini, he was a sixth-round pick, and he played a ton. A ton. Amani Oruwarie was a fifth-round pick years ago, played a ton. So this is not a draft-and-stash situation unless the Lions at number 7 take a quarterback. Then it's going to be draft-and-stash and take your time. But I was thinking as I looked at the DeAndre Swift burner Twitter, their Lions needs ranked before the draft. I thought this was a cool tweet this afternoon. Shout-out to at Swift32Burner. And he listed the needs as, number one, wide receiver, number two, linebacker, number three, safety, number four, offensive tackle, and number five, cornerback. Quarterback, six, defensive tackle, seven, edge rusher, eight. Um, number one, when I, when I look at the Lions roster right now and I say, what is their biggest need? Okay, I still say, This team needs a true, real middle linebacker, a Mike linebacker, somebody in the middle of that defense that is going to run from sideline to sideline, that is going to pursue ball carriers, that is going to cut in front of a tight end and make an interception, that is going to, on a skinny post over the middle, knock a pass down. The Lions for years, and this is not just knocking Jared Davis, but it can go even before that when Tulloch tried to come back from the injury. Whatever. The Lions needs a stud middle linebacker. And I still think that this linebacking core is really bad. All right, Jamie Collins was average last year. For the money that he made, very average. Uh, Jelani Tavai isn't good. All right, Jalen Reeves-Mabin right now would be a, a starter and an outside linebacker if they were doing a, a normal 4-3 look. And again, the Lions... I, I think they could go more 3-4. Uh, 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 is Romeo Cora more of a stand-up outside linebacker? Whatever. The Lions need help at linebacker. They signed Alex Anzalone from the New Orleans Saints. He's a bit player. He's a guy that knows Dan Campbell very well. I don't know how big of an impact he's going to make, but is he an upgrade from Jared Davis? I guess. So I still say the Lions need linebackers. Do they need receivers? And that is where the the Swift burner had them at the top? Yeah, I would say so. You can't start. If the Lions had to start a game right now with Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, and Quintez Cephas as their three receivers, I don't think that's going to scare anybody. All right? Last year it was um, um, uh, Danny Amendola. Kenny Galladay, and Marvin Jones. That's a much better receiving core than Perriman, who's bounced around the league, Tyrell Williams, who's been hurt, and, and Quintez Cephas, who's still unproven. Had a solid rookie year, but he was a fifth-round pick for a reason last year. And he's not a great speed guy. Now, you also throw in that the Lions have Khalif Raymond, who they signed away from the Titans. Uh, Geronimo Allison, who could come back after opting out of last year. He's a pro. But yes, the Lions have a need for receiver. But I still say that the need for linebacker is bigger. But with that being said, 
outside of Micah Parsons, I don't know if there's a linebacker at seven that I would take. Whereas receiving-wise, there's Waddle, there's Chase if he's there, uh, there, there's Devontae Smith. There's plenty of receivers there. I still say the Lions also could spend two draft picks on receivers based on the amount of depth at that position in this draft. But I still think that this defense is so bad, so bad, that linebacker is a huge, huge need. But how many times do you play three linebackers on the field at once? Do you add that third safety in there where that's something Patricia loved to do? What will Aaron Glenn, AG as Dan Campbell calls him, what will he do at the safety spot? Let's get more into this uh, when we come back. Uh, first off, going to tell you about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football's done, but we got the NBA. Major League Baseball is back, and the NHL in full swing. Shout out to Steve Eiserman. He just traded Big Tony today, Anthony Mantha. Um, the, the Red Wings are just accumulating draft picks. What's a longer? What's the longer rebuild? Uh, the Red Wings or the Tigers? Um. Man, these are long rebuilds. Both those teams are god-awful. But at least Steve Eisenman's making some semblance of some moves. Uh, bet online, you can bet on the Red Wings. You can bet on the Pistons. Pistons were fun last night against the Clippers. If you had the Pistons and the points, you did okay. If you had the over, oh, man, you cashed in. You can cash in at betonline.ag. They got you covered for all the news. Scores, the best odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. Go to betonline.ag. Put in the promo code Locked On, and you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. All right, so we talked about the Lions' biggest needs before the draft. We know the Lions need linebacking help. We know the Lions need receiving help. What about its safety? That's number three on this list, and I would have to agree with it. Um, because the Lions right now at safety, if they were to start the season today, would likely have on the field Tracy Walker as your free safety and Dean Marlowe, your strong safety, picked up last week from Buffalo. Uh, the name that I'm not mentioning as a starter is Will Harris because, quite honestly, Will Harris isn't good at football. If I see Will Harris getting a ton of reps other than special teams this year, I'm not going to be real happy about it. Unless this team somehow finds the right place to put him, he has unimpressed me for two years. And I just don't see ball skills. I don't see great tackling, great angles taken from the former third-round pick. And a guy that, again, was a Bob Quinn reach in the third round in 2019. Tracy Walker, I believe, who was a third-round pick in 2018, has upside. And I think if put in the proper position, will succeed. Because we saw two years ago, Tracy Walker looked like a guy ready to play and ready to break out. He's had some personal issues. He's had some injuries. And I think this year he is going to be a pretty good uh, free safety. So... Dean Marlowe, don't know much ton about him. Pretty decent uh, uh, in coverage. Um, spent a few years in Buffalo. Jury is still out. But this team needs to add a, a, a safety in the worst way. 
And again, you look at the draft and you say, well, is there a safety at seven that the Lions would take? I highly doubt it. Not one that is is ranked very high um, at the moment. If I'm just glancing at Trevor Sikkim's uh, mock, I know there's the kid from Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley, but isn't he more of a cornerback? Patrick Sertan, J.C. Horn. Farley's got some injury concerns. Uh, Greg Newsom, that's a corner. I don't see a safety um, ranked this high this early. Yeah, Caleb Farley's a corner. Trayvon Morig from um, TCU, but that's late. That's late first. There isn't that, you know, hard hitting, um, you know, Ronnie Lott type in this draft, at least at the top of the draft. So safety is a need. I agree with that. Not so sure the Lions are going to spend a first-round pick on a safety. Right tackle is a definite need. And with Halapulavati Vitae, that would be fourth on the Swift burner list and fourth on my list too. Hal Vitae, it sounds like they want to move inside. And I think that's a good move. I don't trust him at right tackle. Again, this is a Bob Quinn big-money pickup. Um, I would say... Right tackle, if they think Sewell out of Oregon or Slater out of Northwestern is worth the seventh round, the, the, the number seven pick, and the best player available on their board when their pick comes up at seven, and you take one of those guys, you could plug him in there at right tackle for the next handful of years. And if Taylor Decker leaves in free agency four or five years down the road, you move him over to the left side. So... I do think that right tackle, you know, some people say, well, what about Tyrell Crosby? Why don't they finally give him a chance? He's been solid. Great guy. I just don't know if a fifth-round pick from three years ago is ready to be your right tackle. Now, some of you are going to say, well, wait a minute, didn't they spend a fourth-round pick last year on Logan Stenberg? Wouldn't he be the right guard and Vitae would be the right tackle? Uh, I would say no to that. Matt Nelson played well last year as a swing tackle, um, but he's more of a backup. But yes, I think right tackle is a need. I think you win in the trenches in this sport. I know it's high-flying passing league now, but if you shore up that offensive line and give Goff some time, you're going to find out if he can play, as opposed to if you're putting him behind a makeshift offensive line. So yes, tackle is definitely a need. Uh, This team needs to add probably another guard as well. Um, But I don't think it's as big of a need as the right tackle spot. Uh, Number five on this list was cornerback uh, for the Lions in terms of needs. And yes, every team should have a top five need at corner. The Lions right now, if the season was starting today, they would have Amanio Ruarier, Jeffrey Okuda, Corn Elder, picked up from Carolina, Quentin Dunbar, picked up from Seattle, and Mike Ford, those would be your five cornerbacks. Do any of those names get you excited? Do any of those names jump off the table? Like, man, those are studs. There's a shutdown guy there. Okuda better be. He can't be any worse than he played last year, and, and he was taken third overall. And you would hope with better coaching and, and, and working with a better staff. And, and Aaron Glenn as, as D coordinator, that that Jeffrey Okuda will take a big step in year two. He's he was a good football player at Ohio State. This was not a was he a bust last year? Yeah, he was hurt and he wasn't ready. 
but he also had no many camps, barely any training camp, and all this virtual stuff. He needs reps. But, yes, do they need to add another cornerback? Of course. You know, Corn Elder is a slot guy, a nickel-dime guy that really didn't have a great year last year for Carolina. Quentin Dunbar, a couple years ago, PFF loved him in Washington. This past year in Seattle, he was okay, mostly hurt. And Mike Ford is a depth guy at best. So, yes, cornerback, a definite need. I find it interesting that this um, list included a quarterback at number six. Um, backup quarterback? I, this team is married to Jared Goff for a couple years, aren't they, folks? I'm not going to sit here and say that quarterback is a bigger need right now than D-tackle or edge rusher. I like Michael Brockers. I hope Nick Williams and Deshaun Hand are better than they've been. On the outside, Flowers and Oquara are, are, are good football players. And Julian Oquara, I think, will take a big leap this year. But you can never have enough interior defensive linemen. But the D-line for the Lions right now, yes. Flowers, Brockers, Penasini, Oquara, Austin Bryant, Jay Sean Cornell, Nick Williams, Deshaun Hand, Charles Harris, Kevin Strong, Julian Oquara. There's depth there. But the bottom line is, can they get to the quarterback with some consistency? I love the Brockers pickup. Love it. So I like where the D-line is. I agree with that. But quarterback being a, a, a higher need than adding more depth to the D-line? I don't know. It's a tough call. Tough call. What about running back? You know, what if Swift gets hurt? Is Jamal Williams, uh, can he carry the load? Is Kerryon Johnson any good? <coughs> can he play? Seen him now for three years. I'm underwhelmed. Are they going to take another running back? I don't know. Uh, that that that's remains to be seen. Not quite sure on that one. Um, tight end, they're set. Hawkinson, Josh Hill, good veteran. Hunter Bryant, good size. I think they're pretty much uh, set there. All right, a new mock draft I want to talk about. Our buddy Trevor Sikamo, who hosts the Locked On NFL Draft podcast and is with the draftnetwork.com. We'll see what he thinks the Lions are going to do at number seven. Um, and we're going to do that uh, coming up next. First, uh, rockauto.com is back with us. What's up, Rock Auto? You want to get your auto parts uh, at a chain store? <clears throat> Dumb move. Go to rockauto.com. Their prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. They've got everything. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. All right, whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and it's delivered directly to your door. Isn't that awesome? www.rockauto.com. All right, the catalog is unique. It's easily or remarkably easy to navigate. It's great. You go to the website, you see all the parts available for your car or truck, and then you write on, uh, write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so here we go, another mock draft. We're going to talk to Trevor Sikama from thedraftnetwork.com and the host here on the Lockdown Network 
of the Locked On NFL Draft show. Um, always like looking at mocks. It's that time of year. Trevor has Trevor Lawrence, number one, to Jacksonville. Zach Wilson, number two, to the Jets. And at number three, he says Justin Fields to San Francisco, saying that he believes this is all a smokescreen about Mac Jones going number three. So he's taking Justin Fields at three. Atlanta at four, Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. Panay Sewell would go five to Cincinnati, giving some protection there to Joe Burrow. Um, At six, Denver trading up with Miami so Denver can get Trey Lance. Anybody see that Monday morning quarterback report today that Denver offered their first-round pick for Stafford and wanted a second-round pick back from the Lions? One number one pick, the number nine pick, and that was it. Oh, and by the way, we want Stafford and your second-rounder this year. What an embarrassment. Who's running the Broncos these days? Jeez. That's what George Patton called uh, uh, Brad Holmes for, according to uh, MMQB and Albert Breer? Well, that's a joke. Of course the Lions said no. It's the worst offer I've ever heard. Yeah, we'll give you our number one pick, but we want Stafford and a second-round pick back. No. No, that's not how it works. The Lions got two number ones for Stafford. Dummy. Uh, then the Lions take, according to Trevor Sikama, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. He would drop to Detroit at 7. I would like that. Quote, the Lions' biggest need on their team right now just be might be safety, but there's no way they would take one here in the top 10. They also certainly still need wide receivers. People have asked what kind of receiver the Lions need exactly, and the answer is simply good ones. It's been reported that Chase is a consensus wide receiver one for most NFL teams. He'll be the first off the board. The Lions would take Jamar Chase at seven in this mock over the likes of Slater, Smith, Sertan, uh, Waddle, um, and Micah Parsons. I think Jamar Chase would be awesome. Again, that could be a guy I also think there's a good chance would not be available for Detroit at number seven. Many teams feel like, uh, the, uh, the many people feel like Miami at six, at two, and needs weapons and that the Dolphins would snag him if they don't trade back. So Jamar Chase to the Lions, uh, I think, would be a, a great pick, actually. One final thing here on Lockdown Lions today. I saw the uh, Patriots are releasing Julian Edelman. Various reports say Edelman is likely going to retire. His knee is shot. Um, other reports say if he decides to make a comeback, he wouldn't be ready till the middle of the season next year. But that, guess where he would want to go first? Tampa Bay. Can we stop with turning the Tampa Bay Bucks into, like, the former Patriots? God, that's so annoying. Wouldn't it be annoying if Julian Edelman rejoined Tom Brady? Like, hee-hee, guess where he's going? To join Tampa Bay. Oh, it's so... Makes me root against the, the, Patri- or the, the Bucks even more. God, it's just so lame. Like, anytime any Patriot leaves... Uh, everybody says, oh, they're going to join Brady. It's just annoying. All right, that's Locked on Lions for today. Don't forget Wednesday, we're going to talk to Trevor Sycama. We're back again tomorrow. See you.